and we are live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because got things to talk about and nobody wants to talk about it. So let's go ahead and talk about it because then people talk about it. Yeah, I think that's kind of the way that it works. Part of this is to follow through with the old adage that sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble all over the place. You can find me pretty much everywhere under that name. That's S-H-U-J-I-N. Hi. Um, I hope everybody's holding up well enough. Right now, over in the uh, Casa del Tribble, it is hot and muggy, and I'm not really happy about it. So, yay. I'm sincerely hoping that my choice of drink tonight will be quenching. Introducing you to, uh, well... The slightly truncated group that we've got tonight, Midwest of the U.S., Bridget, good evening. Good evening. It's hot and humid here, too. Yep. And over the water over to Paris, France, Joseph, good morning. Good morning. So, And it's still cool at 6 o'clock in the morning here. Yeah. Yeah, as always, you know, thank you for, you know, putting up, getting up so early to, to be with us and everything. Well, I couldn't do it last week. Sorry about that. No, no, not a not a word. You know for well, man. This is a, the only one that's obligated to be here is me. So anything be above and beyond that is perfectly fine by me. Don't worry about it. You're you're here when you're here. Don't sweat it. So everybody, of course, you know, thank you for being with us. If you are lucky enough to join us while we're taping, which is not to tape anymore, it's a figure of speech, kids. Go look it up. You can join us on YouTube and. Take part in the uh, live chat, which of course, Stephanie, know that you're over there. Good morning. Hope that you're uh, hope that you're doing well. Uh, real quick check in. Uh, we we're kind of talking a little bit off air uh, before we got started over here. Myself, I am I am I am past second uh, second week of second vaccination shot. I'm doing okay. Uh, my little one is doing fine. We actually had uh, an evening with some uh, friends of ours for the first time in months. Uh, it's another couple that has been vaccinated for, uh, I'm, I'm basically like the last one of our group, a little tight knit group that we've got. So it was just the four of us, their cats. And, you know, we, we had dinner and a movie, which was, which was nice to be able to do for a change. Considering that they work from home, you know, don't really get out much. So the the chance of anything happening is exceedingly low. It ain't zero, but it's exceedingly low. So we're we're gonna keep it that way. How are you two holding up uh, so far together? Yeah, hanging in there. I mean, uh, going through a bit of a slight depression because uh, my vacation plans are completely. Bugs. I don't know how else to say it. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, because my second vaccination is uh, happening on the 16th. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Well, that is good in itself. But yeah. I mean, uh, uh, I severely need some time off. And yeah, well, it's going to be broken up into bits and all that. And, I had some stuff lined up I wanted to do, and I won't be able to do it. So, well, we'll see. 
yeah, it's always a case, isn't it? Plus the, the, the fact that France has had a couple of lockdowns back and forth where, you know, okay, we're going to be able to have a little bit of time to travel around. Okay, no, not so much now. Yeah, that's, mm. that's, that's definitely got to be taking a toll on everybody's psyche. Yeah, plus it's kind of strange seeing my colleagues again after so long. <laughs> but uh... Yeah, well, how do you think they feel about seeing you? I mean, really, think about it. Yeah, yeah, well, I took the last couple of days off just because of that, so they, they wouldn't have to see my girl. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, it's it's weird being around people again. Uh, yeah, I think I preferred working at home, just saying. <laughs> yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with that. And um, before we got uh, before we got started, and uh, just shortly before uh, Joseph got the chance to join us, uh, Bridget and I were talking uh, a little bit about uh, COVID vaccinations in our respective uh, counties. And uh, what did I say it was? Uh, f- minimum one shot was, what was it, like 50%? 45. 45%. Yeah, like 45% here. Yeah. Uh, so over, over where she is, uh, in my county, which is, you know, roughly the, the Buffalo area, it's uh, about 55-ish. But I don't know if that's one shot minimum or if it's full vaccination. I don't know. Regardless, the little one and I, we're still masking up for the time being just to be safe. Even though it says on the store when, you know, when we went in there to get, uh, uh, to get stuff for making dinner tonight. It, it says, you know, per the CDC, if you're fully vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. But as far as I'm concerned, you know, effectively 50%, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do it. I know full well, it's just a plain old cloth mask. It, you know, it's not like I'm wearing an, an SCBA, but, you know, it's, it's a little something. Well, I mean, if it makes you feel any better, most of the epidemiologists and doctors that I happen to follow and interact with are still wearing masks. Yeah. yeah. And they've had their vaccines. Yeah. So. Yeah. But are they wearing like standard cloth? Or are they wearing, you know, actual the surgical mask type paper stuff? Uh, surgical masks. And that's what I'm wearing. Surgical mask. Okay. They're not very expensive. They do work better than cloth, and they're a lot easier to breathe through. No, I'll, I'll think about that. I'll think about that. Anyway. Uh, and Stephanie was saying that uh, over in the UK, uh, temperature-wise, 27C, you know, 80 freedom heat units, whatever. Yeah, that's pleasant. Well, yes, no. Remember, it. it's one thing to have it at 30C, but if it's 80% humidity, you're going to... Yeah, we had like 76% humidity Uh, here today, and it was like 34 Celsius. Yeah, that gets gets, gets a little... It was brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, However, I was also saying uh, it was cool enough to require a jacket when I went out to give the birds water. Um, Wow. Okay. Uh, I've not had a cold since masking, so I continue to mask. You know what? Uh, really quickly, I'm not the only one that's seen the uh, the the tech quickies where they're saying that 
it's possible that there are flu variants that have now um, expired because they haven't been able to get a foothold anywhere, right? I'm not the only one that's seen that. Yeah, I mean, flu existent in Australia was non-existent. We had a very mild flu season yeah, here. Yeah, what was it? It was like uh, 3,000 total cases down from like like 300,000 or something like that. Yeah, and as far as I know, only like one or two infants that died from it. I mean, it was... Yeah, it was noticeable. Mm-hmm. Which is fine by me. All right, anyway... So, like I was talking, it's time to go ahead and try to pick what's going to be on the uh, on the on the drinking channel tonight. So, reminding you that I had one uh, last week, which was okay. I got through it. Uh, Hoffenbrau original from uh, where did this say this was Munich? Sure, why not? Alcohol five point one by volume. All right, since so bad. Uh, let's see. Everything else is uh, is uh, a can at this point. So Guinness Nitro Brew Coffee. Reminding you that you know coffees have not traditionally worked well on this uh, on this taste testing, but it is Guinness. So you know. Yeah. How much caffeine in it? I don't know. I'll I'll have to take a look at that. Oh yes, the uh, K Two Brothers Brewing Pineapple Tangerine Milkshake. IPA. Yeah, we were talking about this and and just like what? No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. We will see. Well, I can. It, it, it's 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 you know the funny part about the, uh, the the printing on this can is at the top and the bottom of the label there's this dashed line and I look at that and I keep thinking to myself is that where you're supposed to like run the opening uh, uh, you know like a like a like a a pipe cutter kind of thing around it in order to open it up i don't think that would work well no i mean it's worth experimenting to find out but not today uh cider creek hard cider state fair you know uh, again because you know i like the i like the designs and the last and it might be least depending as to how it tastes is the oh yes the ellicottville brewing company because ellicottville is out this way Craft lager with green tea and pomegranate. It is re- it is referred to as the rice lager. So, we have some interesting choices. Oh, you were saying that you were looking for something thirst quenching. Yeah, kinda. So I would do the hard cider. You know, I, I was kind of wondering about that. That's not a bad. That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. You know what? All things considered, it's probably not a bad idea. Oh, it also says very clearly on the side of it, unfiltered. Hmm. Okay, so I now see after, after having seen some of the videos on YouTube that have been coming up for me that's that are titled Customer States dot 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 dot, um, which is all about uh mechanics you know grease monkeys who who are working the pits and they bring their their video recording equipment customer states uh, there's a, a rattling coming from their engine and they turn on the car and they rev the engine and the engine block goes yeah no shit sherlock yeah um for, for anybody that doesn't know 
that's a really good indicator that one of the bolts, at least one of the bolts, that holds down your engine to the car ain't working. Could be that it's not there anymore. Could be that it's broken. In any case, that's bad. So, in that case, uh, Cedar Creek Hard Cider State Fair. All right, well, I guess we'll open this up and uh, see what we get here. I'm not getting an instant hit of any <coughs> any smells of anything. So, oh, I'm, I'm kind of getting an apple cider. Very clear. Okay, it was very clear. I love using this. This is this is this is supposed to be my ice cream sundae glass. I love using this. Huh. I would start to believe that that looks like cider. Funny yeah. enough. Hmm. So we may actually have a uh, Oh my. The is it good? The first taste coming off of that made me think that I was drinking seltzer water. Is that bad or good? Uh, I, I forget which one is, is the one that tastes bitter. If it's uh, um, seltzer or, or mineral water or whichever one the heck that is, uh, that was not a good taste to start off with. Yeah, I'm sorry. And it doesn't have nearly enough um, apple cider. Hmm. To it. It's it's kind of like um, they they brewed a bitter beer and then added some apple flavoring to it. That's disappointing. That is. That is quite disappointing. Made in New York, all natural, gluten free. Uh, hmm. Okay. 100% fermented New York state apples, caramel, peanut, and cinnamon contains sulfides. Peanut? Naturally gluten-free product contains milk and peanut products. That's uh, Curious. Weird. Store cold, drink cold. Well, it is cold. Um... <laughs> Crack the can open and the candy apple taste will whisk you away just like the roar and screams from the rides at the fair. I'm calling bullshit. So this this is this is not looking real good, but mm. well, okay, I look poorly. Yeah, well, you know, no idea. Stephanie, yes, apples are gluten-free, but, but, reminding you that, like I said, it tastes like it's a beer that's had apple put into it. I can understand why they would want to go ahead and say it's actually not got any kind of gluten product to it. All right, you know what, that seems kind of stupid, but okay, considering the taste... I'll give you guys a marginal pass on that one. Still seems stupid, but you know, whatever. We'll we'll work it from there. So let me uh, let me get started with the uh, uh, with the opening for tonight. We'll get the horrible scopes, and um, 
we'll kind of we'll kind of work the the rest of the evening and see if uh, see if Dallin uh, shows up. And I'm saying that because uh, he, talking to him last night, he seemed to be pretty on board with doing tonight. Reminding you, like I told Joseph earlier, is a voluntary show, man. People show when they show. They don't show when they don't show. And I'm not going to hold it against anybody. It's more than just me. So I'm not too worried about it. And uh, Stephanie, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I'm considering that down, uh, down Ellicottville, New York way, there is a cider festival. And let me tell you, fresh pressed cider, fresh pressed apple cider or apple juice, I forget which one it technically qualifies as, is a thing of orgasmic beauty. It truly is. That out of the way. <laughs> I, never used, I never thought I'd use that term. At least on this show. Let me get rolling over here. So, your five-minute freestyle with five minutes on the clock starts now. Summertime. I've gotten people who have been pissed off at me because I've been warning people at the end of my DJ shows that, you know, don't be doing stupid stuff with the summertime upon us because technically the summer hasn't hit yet. I know. I know. We haven't hit the 21st of the month. It's not technically summer yet. I know. But that doesn't change the fact that it's warm enough that people want to go out there and start enjoying time that, you know, they would otherwise want to do during the summer when it gets really hot and really bright with sunlight and really, really likely to go ahead and sunburn the skin. At the end of my shows, I warn everybody that if they're going to go ahead and be doing boating. Don't drink and boat. Drinking and boating is a bad combination. And I don't think there are people who really, truly understand just how much so. And what I say at the end of the show is, you know, you want to you wanna get drunk and fall down on dry land, you're going to bump your head. You know, grand scheme of things, that's, that's really what you're going to end up with. Worst case scenario. I know worst case scenario is more likely concussion, you know, fall backwards and impale yourself through the head on a gate like your Deadpool, you know, be that as it may. You know, you trip, you fall, you bump your head. Okay, whatever. You trip and fall drunk on the water? Dude, that's it. It is entirely, it is entirely possible for you to just slip into the water, nobody notice you because everybody else is having a good time too, and, you know, dancing around, skitting around, whatever they're doing, you know, listen to the music, and not even hear that bloop, gone. And I've had some people who are just like, if you're going to be on the water, wear a damn life preserver. That's not necessarily going to help. There is a reflex action that happens with the human body that if it is impacted with cold water, especially you will simply gasp for breath. It is a reflex action. You can't do anything to stop it. Really, 
Really, you can't. So, imagine, you're out there on the water. It's 30 Celsius out there. 80 freedom heat units, whatever, you know, and, and the sun's beating down because, you know, that's that that's the whole reason why you want to go out there. You want to go out there, have yourself a good time. It's a nice warm day. The breeze is going to be blowing, so the humidity isn't really that much of an issue because the breeze is still going. You're having a good time out there. And all of a sudden, you're wearing your life jacket. You take a header off of the front of the boat because you're having a little bit of fun. And you end up head first with a jacket on into the drink. The first thing that's going to happen is you're going <gasps> to. And that's it. That's it. You have now inhaled, inhaled. Let's say, let's say if you're lucky, a cup, eight ounces of water into your lungs, directly into your lungs. The reflex action of your body is to cough it out, which means in order to cough out, you need to inhale again, which then perpetuates the cycle. And suddenly, if you're lucky, the folks have noticed that, hey, somebody's missing. Oh, look, there's somebody flopping around on the side of the boat and it's bright orange. This looks like Jeff. God damn it, Jeff. What the hell? They pull you in, and if you're lucky, if you're really lucky, 24 hours later, you won't end up drowning. Why 24 hours later? Because yet again, there's another reflex that happens in the human body that if it drowned a little bit, it's entirely possible that your lungs are going to fill up on their own with fluid, and you will drown a day later on dry land. Don't let this happen to you or the people you care about, because drowning is one of the absolute worst possible ways to die. Don't let someone you know be a statistic, please. This is episode, where is it? Over here, 364 on the docket, Your Honor. Freedom minus responsibility equals, well, you see, Dallin and I were talking about this last night. And it was a matter of, you know, we, we kind of felt that maybe that's kind of where the carroting has been coming from. Because people want to be able to do whatever it is that they want to do but they don't want to take on the responsibility of what that all is. And, you know, the way that we talked about it, even though it was rel relatively brief, kind of made us wonder, yeah, maybe there is a little something to this. Considering some of the stuff that we've talked about and some of the stuff that we've seen comparing our various countries, you know, maybe there's something worth talking about on this one. Because... It's more than just societal stuff. But we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> um, this is going to make any, any sense to, to anybody that's not listening to it all. But um, I, I thought that was Groucho Marx. Hence the reason why I the I, I started to laugh. There's, there's a reference to... Anyway, 
that's that's kind of just the way that's going to work. So let's get you rolling with the uh, with the horrible scopes tonight, and we'll uh, we'll roll on and we'll have a little bit of fun. So for those of you that know what your astrological signs are, cool. Those of you that don't, just either make it up or copy off of somebody else's paper. We know fool you've been doing that anyway. So let's get you rolling over here, Aries. They say you have to kiss a lot of frogs to find a prince. If you remember who Joe Cartoon is, and you know this is a horrible idea, keep your kissing lips away from anyone who needs a heat lamp to stay alive. Bridget, have fun. <laughs> Striving to be the best in your area of expertise is commendable. May we suggest upping the bar a little and being more than a figurative doormat. You want to impress us, be an actual doormat. The hair on your ba- back will collect dirt well. As an Italian, I am very offended by that particular one, but you know what? Nothing I can do about it. It's in the stars. Oh, well, stop complaining and just get out the lawnmower. <laughs> okay. So going to hurt somebody. <laughs> Gemini, you need to stay better hydrated, Gemini. Your drinks need to be more water-based than they have been. Milkshakes and mixed drinks don't qualify. Remember, you're trying to set an example for your young garden sprouts. Be good to them. Yep. Cancer Moonchild, leave it to you to try to solve every problem at the same time. You're burning yourself out. Just handle the first one, and so many more will just naturally fall into place. Start by changing your name from Spitzer to Grolf, so you can break into show business. Leo, games of chance are in the mood to be nice to you this week, Leo. Try your hand at online poker and see what we mean. Fair warning, though, it won't last long. Enjoy it while you can. Virgo, show tunes are your ticket out of jury duty this week. You don't need to sing them, just hum them quietly as you walk through crowds of people. Soon you'll have people wondering why... Oh, what a beautiful morning is on, on everybody's lips. Uh-huh. I'm going to have to explain that one when we get done, because the, the story behind that one is, is glorious. Libra, this week's job search will take you to the YouTube nostalgia department, Libra. Since the era of reboots ain't dead yet, you're going to help resurrect some old classic series. Get used to saying, will it blend? And is it a good idea to microwave this? And you'll have a new career ahead of you. <laughs> Scorpio, you're caught in a dilemma, dilemma, Scorpio. You know how cool all these new home automation gizmos are, but you're afraid of them. That isn't the dilemma, though. It's trying to explain to your friends the tech truism that says if it's not automated, someone can hack it. Uh, Dragon? Dragon? If it's automated, someone can hack it. Yes. You said not automated. Oh, sorry. Remember, Alexa is not your friend. And neither is Microsoft Bob for Windows 95. And not Clippy either. The road to hell is paved with good intention. Yeah, all 13 disks you needed to install Microsoft Bob for Windows 95. That actually existed? Mm-hmm. 
What is Microsoft Bob? Try to imagine um, Windows 95 was so much nicer to interact with, but Microsoft wanted a nice smiley nerd face to help you along with everything because apparently Windows 95 wasn't clear enough. Clippy uh, was cute. Clippy? The voice, yes. the the only reason why Clippy didn't have an actual voice was because the only voice that would have worked for Clippy would have been Gilbert Goddamned Gottfried. <laughs> that would be hilarious, actually. Don't even get me st- read your read the goddamn script. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Sagittarius. I'm in the right one, right? Yeah. Okay, Sagittarius. With the summer heat about to step up, you might want to consider taking a trip to visit north, the northernmost point of the contiguous U.S., a.k.a. Young Bay's Resort. Small problem is that you can't get there in a car because you'd have to cross into Canada. And there's no airport. But if you head to Arneson's Rocky Point Resort, Minnesota, you could rent a boat to take you. It's only 30 miles on the water, and it can't be that bad, can it? Um... Fair warning. 30 miles on a boat. Really, 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 really big tires. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny you say that one. Capricorn. Remember that pet rock you put googly eyes on it so it would have some kind of personality to it? Once it dies, how are you going to bury it? You never thought about that, but now you have to. Consider putting it in a shoebox, floating it on the lake, and shooting a flaming arrow into it. It's what he would have wanted. Just remember to wear a forearm guard on your left. Those bowstring scrapes hurt. Believe me, they hurt. They hurt a lot. I've never used a bowstring, so I'm not. It it it, it 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 hurts. It hurts. It hurts. Try to try to imagine a really really fast piece of nylon suddenly deciding that it's going to half implant itself into your arm and scrape all the way across. Ooh, no. Right. Aquarius. Last week's horrible scope was bought and paid for, but it was returned for. Let me see. What was that reason again? Oh, uh, hold on, hold, hold, hold it, hold it, hold it. I got the, I got the, I got the. Uh, yeah, there it is, right there. You're good. <sighs> How sad. Wrong size and or color. Mm-hmm. And since we only give store credit instead of refunds, and here's your replacement horrible scope. Cats can be genetically modified to glow in the dark and look like they are radioactive. This will not give them eighteen half lives. But it'll help save your life at night so you don't step on them in the dark. Do a cost-benefit breakdown to see if the investment is worth it for your cardi- cardiologist copay. It is true, by the way. Yep, they can be. I've seen them on the internet. Wait, are we talking about cardiologist copays or are we talking about radioactive cats? Radioactive cats that gotcha. glow in the dark. Okay, Pisces. Tattoo removal, tattoo removal is not something you can just learn through YouTube videos and buying a laser off Amazon. It takes longer than that, and you know it. 
But if you don't believe us, try it on yourself. Buy a dressing room three-way mirror and you'll be able to get all that tramp stamp off. You'll be able to get at that tramp stamp of yours. <laughs> By the way, it translates as circumcised squirrel. Uh, I know a way to get uh, tattoos off with a laser by yourself. If you have a cat, just run the laser pointer over the area you want removed and the cat will take care of that. That's, yeah, that, that kind of works. So those are your horrible scopes for this week. Congratulations for those of you that wanted them. Uh, Aquarius, would you stop pissing and moaning about how you don't like what you got last time, even though you bought and paid for it? Not my fault. It kind of is, but be that as it may. Okay, so let me uh, let me really quickly um, explain about uh, where we, uh, who 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 had it. Virgos. I know somebody who went to the Air Force Academy. I'm not going to name names because it's it's. They went to the Air Force Academy. And they ended up being, uh, they, they ended up being, uh, a pilot, a war aircraft pilot. I'm not going to describe which one doesn't matter. But what they did was they intentionally would go through the days intentionally humming a song very specifically each day a different song to see by the end of the day, how many people ended up having it as an unconscious earworm and were commenting about it because of this. And when some of their fellow students finally figured it out, this flight person was given the call sign, because you don't select your own call sign, was given the aircraft call sign Hummer. Which means, those of you that thought that the call sign Hummer meant something else, you're a pervert and you should feel bad for yourself. Feel bad, though. Only just a little bit bad. No. <laughs> Only just a little bit bad. But believe it or not, uh, one of these, uh, at, at a party that this person had, they actually, they actually said, okay, my call sign is Hummer. So here's your challenge. And, and they gave three different, uh, three different uh, accountings of how they got their uh, how they got their uh, call sign. One of which, of course, was the truth, which is one I just gave you, and one of the other one was that they had a parent come to visit them and their significant other, and the videotape that shouldn't have been in the VCR was there and accidentally queued up. And made everyone incredibly uncomfortable. And you would be not at all surprised that most of the other Air Force people who were wondering went for the VCR tape that shouldn't have been in the player 
story and thought that that was the right one. So, uh, Hummer, wherever you are out there, hats off to you. But it's it's not because it's it's part of the look for me today. Whatever. So have a good laugh at that one, everybody, because Lord knows we could use a little bit of levity every once in a while, considering what's about to have happen. <sighs> the old line with power comes responsibility. You know, it's true, but we don't think of it in the terms of with great power comes great responsibility as if we're all superheroes, because it's not about that on a day-to-day basis. It's a matter of that we have the ability to do a lot of things just because we want to. We can, we can travel from place to place. We can go order food somewhere. We can actually walk up to a place and do actual shopping surrounded by other people to a certain degree sometimes, depending as to what's going on. But, you know, we don't usually think about the responsibility that we've got towards each other. And if nothing else, this whole medical crisis has definitely shown that there are a lot of people who absolutely just do not care to take the responsibility that, as a society, we should. And that's damned annoying. So is that the Karen thing? Uh, kinda. That's that's part of it. It's more than just the Karens, though, because it's the groups that just don't want to be bothered, and as Dallin has put it, the the Ma Freedoms folk and the uh, the many, many church organizations who necessarily don't want to be keeping people away because how or the hell else are they going to get their money? But of course, what does God need with a credit card? But that's that's a whole other that's a whole other question right there, isn't it? So that's where we're going tonight. And I'm going to basically open up the floor at any point for whatever it is that you guys want to go ahead and jump in on, because Lord knows there's more than enough room in this pool for anybody to dive into. Oh, what's the topic just to start with? Well, basically the idea that, you know, we've societally, we don't realize the responsibilities a lot of times of what what being in a society actually means the the responsibilities that we have to one another and some want to ignore it intentionally some don't care some just want to be able to do whatever the hell it is that they want to do and you know i got mine screw all you and some aren't even aware of that they should have this empathy for others yeah isn't that you know it's but i can't that's that's the problem is that you can't you can't read minds i i spent you know i i i spent my entire life just wondering how people could not think about other people and it took me like 40 years to realize that most people don't. They're only without digging down too deep. I mean, if the 
the neural construct isn't there. It just isn't there. I mean, if people have never developed em empathy for other people and operate only based on their own comfort level, you know, what they can get and where and from who and who to take it from and who not to take it from. Um, is that the is that the mental process that's otherwise referred to as the id? Um, I'm, 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 the the id is the the Latin equivalent of the soul, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, because I I, I don't remember which is which. I, I'm I'm thinking in the terms of the 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 part of the brain, or so it's been described as basically the equivalent of a three year old that is just mine, mine, mine. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, am I, uh, I was talking. I was talking about neuroplasticity. No, I got you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. But you know, there's a certain point where, oh, after all the years that, I mean, we're talking about people who are you know in their forties, fifties, which means you know, up into our age brackets, which is freaking annoying as all get out. Who, in some cases, are just, you know, the the I want to talk to a manager. Period straight away without caring whatsoever about anybody else that's in the way of it all. Well, yeah, uh, I just want I just want what I want without any further thought, and I think that's really where the uh, the point is. That people aren't assessing; they're not assessing reality; they're assessing the contents of their own indoctrinated brain. They have a lot of people acting out, too, especially, you know, with the ending of lockdowns and things like that. Yeah, there are so many people now that are, you know, getting flights diverted because they can't behave themselves on an airplane. Really? And oh, yeah. I had, I had read that, you know, the FAA just this year alone has had almost 3,000 reports of unruly passengers. And there was a flight attendant a couple of weeks ago that got teeth knocked out. And most of it is over, you know, masks. Which is really stupid. Um, you know, we still have requirements now that people wear masks on transportation. And, you know, according to what they're, you know, saying that about 2,200 of these reports have been over masks. And the people are getting violent. Yeah, as a matter of fact, That's there are there crazy. are crazy. Yeah, there are a couple of uh, U.S. air carriers. Uh, I don't know outside of because I, you know, ha hadn't uh, hadn't investigated it much, but I have seen that there are several carriers here in the U.S. who have decided that they are going to be suspending alcohol sales on flights to it in order to kind of mitigate the the any additional fuel to those fires. And as far as I'm concerned, makes perfect sense to me. Well, they're even putting some people on list to ban them. Yeah. I know Delta's doing that. Yeah, as it should be. Yeah. And then there are going to be these people who are going to be yelling and screaming and trying, I'm sure, to bring some kind of a suit to these companies to say that they're not allowed to discriminate against me because X, Y, Z reason. And the carriers are just going to have to go. Um, yeah, we're not 
basing it on your correlation with any of these things that you want to tick off on a, on a, on a pegboard, we're doing it because you're an asshole. You specifically. So, um, what's the expression? Kick rocks? Yeah. I mean, if you're assaulting the workers, I mean, yeah. Knocking teeth out of people whose jobs is otherwise so thankless. Mm-hmm. Who, who, whose, whose job is, if anything goes wrong, when something inevitably will go wrong at some point, because statistically, sooner or later, something will, even something minor, they're the ones who are supposed to be, you know, making sure that everybody is as safe as possible. Yeah. It's just the, the bridge to violence. I mean, it, that's the thing I really don't understand. Like, what kind of situation do you have to be in your to be in to consider yourself in such danger that you have to lash out because Uh you are being mildly inconvenienced yeah welcome to the snowflake generation yeah the ones who keep saying everybody else's who are just projecting like crazy isn't that insane i mean the people who are being most manly man you know by threatening violence and all that they're actually the biggest snowflakes and a lot of them suffer just a mask i mean it's not that much of an ask to tell someone to wear a mask yeah makes me wonder if these people actually accept the germ theory of disease in the first place remind reminding you i said accept not mm-hmm. agree with not believe in accept because the germ theory of diseases is proven to be accurate. And if they, yeah. don't, th- if they don't think about anything, um, you know, just depend on other people to tell them what to think and whatever from their trusted... Oh, and they have. Whatever. Then um, they're not... If it's not part of their talking points that they usually follow... Um, they're not going to consider it in any way until it literally happens to them. This is my impression. I'm, I'm getting this more and more. No, that's that's perfectly fair. I mean, uh, Bridget can can vouch me on for the, uh, on this one that the vast majority of these people, if you were to do a little bit of a deep dive into the reporting as to why these people have been the way they are, more often than not. I would expect that you would end up seeing some kind of a Q conspiracy theory, anti-mask, the the election was stolen overlay with these the vast majority of these people as a percentage. And but I'd like to underline the point that no matter what they choose, I think you find that ninety nine percent of the time it's going to be part of some talking points list somewhere that was seen elsewhere made by some other human yeah no yeah. doubt yeah like it's never I had... anything original it's it, that's a, that's the thing we're always hearing about these series and all that but it's never anything personal or thought out or it it's always a direct relation with uh you know seen on television or facebook yep i had co-workers sharing on facebook that you know, wearing masks 
was harmful because, you know, oxygen deprivation and breathing in your own CO2 and it makes COVID worse. And I was like, okay, you work in the medical field. What the hell? Hold on a second. Hey, wait, if you're breathing in your own COVID, uh, wouldn't you be vaccinating yourself against it? Okay. That's, um, okay. That's dumb enough to loop back around to being like Mandelbrot versions of no. Uh, okay. 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 Follow me. Follow, follow with me on this for just a second. Remember earlier I said that it seemed like a lot of these people who tend to be the very, I don't want to be following along with the, the smart people and, 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 you know, have been people who are up into our age brackets, you know, who are up into our fifties now, maybe even a little bit more, maybe a little bit less, but let's, let's go with, let's go with 50 for the moment for argument's sake. Okay. These are also the same generation, give or take. Let let's let's give you a, a, a five year either way for a second here, because you, you'll see where I'm going on this in just a second. I remember growing up. This put me reminding you that I'm now I'm now 52 years old. I'm 39. 52 years old. 39. In the 80s, the clicks that would happen. In the in the mid '80s, were very much the big springy hair, aquanet crunching heads. Yeah. But for the girls, in particular, to say that they were cliques of girls who were simply vicious for no other reason other than they found it entertaining. Fast forward to today, are these people, specifically the women, the Karens, forgive me, are they the same people? I'm really wondering if these are people that never grew out of their high school evil click stage. Uh, some of them that I went to high school with, I would have to say yes. But I also have some people that I went to high school with that were also sharing that bullshit about, you know, being in a room with a vaccinated person could cause you to have miscarriages and nosebleeds and mental problems and the nanobots would come and get you and kill you or some weird, crazy stuff. Okay, some people really need to stop watching the early Seasons of Star Trek The Next Generation. And, just, and they're fans of Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. I don't know if you're familiar with her or not. I guess you are because you're covering your eyes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know, right? There are only two Tenpennies that I know of. The Dr. Ten penny, and you can probably hear the over exasperated air quotes she going really through my is throat right an now. MD. That's what's scary. I don't care. So was Mr. Wakefield at well, one this time. this is true. Until he wasn't anymore. But at least 
Mr. Wakefield is not sticking forks to himself and saying that he's magnetized because of a vaccine. Was it? I just heard about this. Uh, they were talking about this on uh, the Skeptic's Guide to the Universe. They were talking about her. Yes, yeah, she was testifying. And she's what a state was it? Osteopathy. Yeah, and osteopaths are real doctors. Okay. But, you know, going into a hearing and testifying that this magnetizes you and trying to stick shit on herself, that's it metal. Makes as much sense as uh, 5G. She was claiming that too. Yeah. Yeah. So what is there in the human body that can be affected by? Well, hold, hold, hold that thought. Hold that thought because now, now you get now you get something else. By the way, <laughs> the, the iron in your blood, maybe. Well, yes, but hold on a second. First off, ten penny. The only good ten penny is the restaurant in Pittsburgh by the name Ten Penny. Trust me, it's it's a great place. After uh, after going to a convention all day, they they're really really nice folks over there. Uh, two, um, uh, um, yeah. Remember, um, MDs can be revoked after a certain yeah. amount of time. Like I said, with with Andrew Wakefeld, like I said, I'm calling him Mister and not Doctor because he was a freaking lunatic, and he had it revoked. Yeah. But be that as it may, the, okay, the. The thing about the magnetization of the human body. Does the human body have its own magnetic field? Technically, very technically, yes. But only because there are molecules in the human body that have polarity to them. Most assuredly, water has polarity to it. We also have metal no, in our wait. bodies too. Right. Because magnetism is polarity, but but actually that would mean that we would be a magnet for other things. No, here's the reason yeah. why. No, 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 no. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Lack of uh, ferrogenic substances. The only thing that can happen is a polarization of current, and that's it. And that's what happens basically when you. Uh, take the positive wire in your hand and you step on the negative wire with your foot. Okay. But we also do have iron in our bodies, though. Red blood cells. Yes, that's exactly... The the iron in our blood, that's it. Yes. Yes, but as someone proved by using pig's blood, believe it or not, and floating it in a in a in a, uh, a small cup, floating it in a in a small uh, tub, on styrofoam, putting a very large neodymium magnet towards it, pushes it away. So can our blood, most mammalian blood that uses iron as its uh, as its generation uh, as its uh, capture point for oxygen, can it be magnetized? No. no, 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 it can't. Because in order to have an actual magnetic polarity in anything, you have to have a very large number of those magnetic fields all lining up in the same way. And if they don't, you get nada. Nothing. 
which is exactly what we are. So if you want to go ahead and prove that you can have non-magnetic metals, quote unquote, magnetically sticking to your skin, you know, things like brass, for instance, you keep that in mind. I've got two words for you. Brass? Yeah, brass, because they were trying to use keys. Keys are made out of brass. And yep, poppy the, pins. And, and, and they weren't working. It's not magnetic. Exactly. It's, so It's electroconducive, but it's not magnetic. That That's correct. So if you want to go ahead and prove that you are magnetic to non-magnetic objects, may we first suggest that you take a look up on YouTube for human magnet James Randy. I have I have to I have to put that into the show notes because I forgot to I forgot to to uh, mention about that one. The amazing Randy, of course, as we know full well, has had gone through and done a lot of debunking over the years. One of which in Japan, I think, is where it was. Was a gentleman who claimed he was magnetic that things like irons he could literally put it on his chest and it stuck to his chest and you know other metal objects and james is just like i'm going to do a very simple experiment to see if this is the case something that will not interfere in any way shape or form with magnetism i have here a powder puff and some and some baby powder. And if you will allow me to dab, 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 Okay, would you now try to attach the the iron to your chest? Now, slides off. Everything that he showed before that worked slides right off. That's what was happening in this hearing, and I thought it was hilarious. It was. It was It was absolutely... It was heart-wrenching, really, for me to look at this and realize this is someone who theoretically dedicated a good portion of their life to um, biological science. And yeah. now you're, an, forgive me, a buffoon. I don't know what other term to use for it without, you know, dropping my F-bomb early. Lord knows we'll probably end up using that soon enough. And I should make a note for myself. James Randy Powder. Because I have to I have to add that later. So we got this woman who wants to prove oh she for anybody that did not see Ms. Ms. Tenpenny's testimony. I absolutely could not believe this was someone who was properly medically trained with the way that they were absolutely a snarling, rabid animal with the way that they were talking. I can't describe it any better than that. I mean, Bridget, you saw it. Can... can is is there a better way of describing how this woman was? I mean, she 
She was very, very angry and very adamant, but it was just amusing. Just because she was so far off the rails. And it's just hard. It's, it was just hard for me to believe that somebody would give that kind of testimony in a hearing before her state legislators to try to pass this, you know, anti-vaccine, you know, anti-discrimination bill. Because they don't want people to discriminate against them since they're not vaccinated. I would like to see, on this type of person, I, <clears throat> I just have one question. Mm -hmm. Are they aware of the evil they do? I, I mean, is it a... I don't think so. I think no. they're just deluded. How can... Like, like... Yeah, I'd like to see if there's been any any video this woman is... Anybody who's made a video of this this person in the past, I'd like to see. Just just kind of follow their uh, uh, downward spiral. <laughs> I don't know what you call it. It's not the path through life. Well, uh, Naomi Wolf has done the same thing. She was actually so smart and wrote wonderful books ten years ago. I happened to her. Well, maybe you know. Um, as they say, uh, uh, light travels faster than sound. So, yeah, yeah. And let's not forget there, there, oh God, who the hell was it? Uh, some, uh, some religious leader who was so incredibly anti-vaccine, anti-mask, anti-COVID is, is like a real thing kind of personality. It came down with and is in the hospital for. Get this. Oh, um. COVID. Yeah. I forget who it was, but it, again, it's another one of these, you know, semi mega pastor kind of douche canoes. I don't, I don't, you know. I hate it. I hate it. And, and Joseph is right. Do these people really understand the level of evil that they are doing? But again, it's the problem is twofold because I mean, um, if the person stuck in survive by imitation mode, they, they don't know anything outside of their own behavior and a total lack of critical thought. Um, of skepticism, if you will, um, you know, without, if they've never developed this part of their brain, then they're basically just going to react to everything. And I don't know thought, without a thought at all. I, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, and again, this sounds condescending as hell, but I think people like this don't think, I think they just react. Well, sorry. Dr. Naomi Wolf, I don't know what happened to her. I mean, she was a respected author. But now she has gotten sucked into the chemtrails hole. And I just don't understand it. Chemtrails? Yes. All one asks ask themselves is, ki bono? I mean, 
To who the benefit? Who would? Why? I mean, most of these conspiracy theories, they don't benefit anybody. Why would I somebody... I don't know. Well, but what? she's had books withdrawn now, book deals and, and things like that, because she's the, gone so far off the rails. Yeah, it's it, As far as to the uh, who does it benefit, for the religious... And I'm I'm going to word it this way for for a reason. I'll I'll back it up in a second. For those that are involved with the religious cults, who have been anti-mask, anti-vaccination, uh, uh, anti, you know, stay home thing, it benefits them. Be- for the two, cult leaders. Well, two reasons. Item one. Just the fear. Well, yeah, yes, sorry. yes, there, there, there is that, but it helps to um, self-select for the people who are fully invested, or at least invested enough that they're not willing to go against. So wow. they'll show up, they'll tithe, they'll continue to give support. And they will be a tighter knit group for it because they will be told the, these are the things that are holding us, uh, holding us apart. We need to fight against them and investing the persecution complex to these people. Well, circling the wagons, but again, um, to a degree. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know how to say this clearly. Yeah, but if as long as they don't know any other way, because if they look, if they're in the survive by imitation, they they only look to their peers to, um, they observe their peers and quote unquote leaders to decide for them what what is proper behavior, what is a proper reaction. Um, yeah, they won't know anything outside of that. I mean, the the thing I want to underline here is there is no thought at all and without thought there's no and which uh, why I, I find uh, religious claims that uh, you know religion is the the ultimate in morals um, I find that highly ironic yeah you're right actually Christian followers because they're following morals require skepticism and thought you know, about and ta- and a taking of responsibility of one's own actions and the effect they'll have on other people. It's not just simply following a, a, a rule without any thought at all to the consequences. And I mean, that's what I'm seeing constantly happening here in, in all these circumstances. Yeah. And I, I want to make sure that we kind of put out there, yes, we are singling out Christianity, because it's in in Western areas, it is Did what I? is most prevalent. Did I single out Christianity? You did. You did specifically single those out, and I. Okay. Uh, to no, but uh, um, it, it, for me, it's even larger than religion. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for doing that. Just singling out Christianity, but I mean any organization that relies on a central thought. Dictate. I mean, no, you're, as far you're, as I start, even at, that even extends to advertising, you know, and certain like 
cult following that's like, I don't know, Paris Hilton. Why the fuck is she famous? No, you're 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 quite right. And I was actually she's going to make everybody else <laughs> thinks she's famous and that's that's it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know. Funny enough, uh, once upon a time ago, Tom Arnold was was said to be famous because he's famous. Literally, that was that was the the circular argument for why Tom Arnold was who once upon a time ago was married to. Um, well, you know what? Better that we don't bring her up anyway. But what what uh, what Joseph was just saying is pretty much exactly what I was going to make sure that I I. Uh, inserted in there that yes we talk about christianity more often because that's what's most often on our on our radar because of the areas where we live but what's being said it doesn't matter which group it is it could be any religious organization because i mean let's face it we've got uh we've got the hasidic jews in brooklyn who have done incredibly immoral things in in the realm of their their religious belief, their cult following that has got everything to do with bad medically bad ethically highly questionable things from a hey, medical perspective and there, there's one thing there's one thing uh, there's a point I'd like to come back to earlier sure um before we lose it um uh, before we completely erase uh, Miss Tenpenny from our minds forever. Oh, by all means. Um, I was thinking of, um, you know, for doctors, there's the Hippocratic Oath. Mm -hmm. But um, I was thinking about something like and this is when I was listening to the Skeptic's, Skeptic's Guide last night. Um, it'd be cool if scientists, they would have... Uh, Ah, skeptics or something like um, a scientist who publishes or makes pronouncements on, um, you know, who makes unfounded claims or a doctor that makes unfounded claims. I'd like to see them uh, imagine if there were some sort of consequences. Uh, if a doctor goes against their Hippocratic oath, what happens? Did they lose their doctorate? They lose their doctor status? Yes. They can. Okay. Well, because imagine how things imagine how things would be if uh, uh, a doctor publishes or spreads uh, potentially dangerous um, unfounded claims. Oh, it's hap it's already happened before, and we talked about him, Mr. Wakefield. Yeah, I know. But there's consequences for that. Yeah. Yeah, but then I mean, if again, they're, if they're sued for malpractice or something, yeah. Yeah. Sued enough, I should say. Yeah, okay. and um, going a, a little sideways from doctors. I'm saying sideways, not lesser than sideways from those in the nursing areas. They have, you know, dedicated so much time to being the actual frontline people with patients. It's not doctors who are the frontline. It, it, it is the nurses. Believe me, trust me, they deal with more patients than any doctor does on a, on yeah. a much more frequent basis. But 
but do you see what I'm saying? No, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm absolutely on board with you because there, yeah. there are a number of nurses that have come out and said, I'm not going to take, uh, I'm not going to take this vaccination because I've got questions about X, Y, Z, and I would much rather have the patchouli oil and, and what? Yeah. And some of them are, you know, being terminated yeah. for not taking it, but you know, hospitals can require their employees to take vaccines. That's just the way it is. Considering I mean, the situation, Methodist. I mean, you know, when I worked at Methodist, that was a condition of employment, and we had lanyards that had little rings on them, so they could tell if you'd had your flu vaccine or not just by looking. Yeah, uh, there are a couple of items that Stephanie's got over here, and uh, yes, I'm 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 watching over there for you. Forgive me for not getting to you before. A couple of items. One, there is no logical thought. They run on emotion only, which is a disaster for them and anyone around them. Oh, God, is that so true? They just don't want to be inconvenienced in any way, shape, or form because suddenly it makes them the the lesser. They're not the top. They're not th- they're they're not the head of the cheerleading squad anymore. And oh my God, how difficult it is to live with the stigma of just being normal. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to use my F-bomb right about now for these people. Whoever it is, if you're out there and you're this type of person, go fuck yourself. Uh, let's see. Second one. Uh, no doctor has to follow the Hippocratic Oath. It has not been used for decades. Admittedly, we don't think of... Or, all right, I can't speak for all of us. I don't think that the Hippocratic Oath is, quote-unquote, a legal thing. I think it is far and away much more the guiding principle of what so many people in the medical profession would like to live up to. I would sincerely hope, at the very least, because otherwise, what the hell is the point of going into the medical profession if not to help people in some way, shape, or form to alleviate suffering, to do no harm? Again, not as a legal thing, but as an aspirational thing. And um, finally, putting over here, however, they do get hauled up before the governing body to answer for their behavior. The relevant board can remove their licenses. And in those situations, I think we're pretty much all on board. If you cause harm intentionally, oh, absolutely, you should be hauled up. And not only should someone in that position be stripped of whatever, uh, whatever caveats they've got added to their name, whatever the, whatever the term is supposed to be, whatever accolades they've acquired, they should have them stripped, removed, banned, and subsequently, of course, as we know full well, brought up for whatever civil charges go into that. Because anyone that intentionally causes harm... That's, there's a term for that. Uh, it starts with a psi something or other, psi, uh, psychotic, something like that. That's, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty close to the, to the realm on that one, but just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get these people. I, I, I really well, don't. 
I mean, nurses can lose their license for the same thing. I mean, they can even lose their license for medication errors, even if they're not intentional. Yeah. Um, and they can also be sued for malpractice. Pharmacists, I know full well, uh, if they dispense the wrong stuff to the wrong person, if it's a mix-up between customers, that can have deadly consequences. Reminding you, you know, I worked in a pharmacy as a, as a stock boy, but, you know, I paid attention. I actually, by the way, I don't, I don't think that I ever told you guys about this. When I was working 16, 17, you know, 18 years old at the, at the, at the pharmacy, I, when I was taking chemistry, I actually took the, uh, the product inserts from some of the drugs so that I could read the stuff and try to decipher all of the te- the the uh, super techy uh, chemistry stuff that was inside of it, including the the chemistry uh, the organic chemistry molecules that were written in these pamphlets, just so I could try to understand them and 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 have a great time of it. And wow, let me tell you, that was eye opening. I don't want to do organic chemistry again. I don't know anybody that is like masochistic enough to go through organic chemistry more than once. Yeah, but, I mean, as far as like tearjerker books, <laughs> I think my organic chemistry is the one that made me cry the most. I can't imagine why. <laughs> that was painful, and and having to name, you know, structures. Oh my god, oh that was horrible. Yep. But I was a pharmacy tech in a previous life, so yeah. Yep. Stephanie's right. Sadly, some become doctors for the status and to boss others around. Uh, reminding you also that there is, I, I forget who the hell it was, there was some person that intentionally got a PhD in geology, I think it was, so that they could say that they were a doctor of, well, it wouldn't necessarily, and then joined, uh, sorry, they got their PhD from an accredited university and then joined one of the religious, um, um, do we, do we call it a, a college university? Cause religious intentional, whatever. You can. Yeah. I mean, Harvard has a school of divinity. Well, mm, having a okay. PhD in a, in a, in a book club is really just a waste of money to me, but you know, that's, that's, this is me. But I mean, th- this guy intentionally got a PhD so that he would have some kind of uh, gravitas behind his name when he went through with the um, the religious uh, arguments for crap and be able to say, well, you know, you can trust me. I'm a doctor. Yeah, that, that, that worked out well. Uh, and uh, Seeger, hi, by the way, good to see you over there. Texas hospital workers suspended over mandatory vaccine policy. Nearly 200 staff members at a Houston Methodist hospital. 178 full-time and part-time employees were refusing to get vaccinated against COVID-19. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, there is a certain point where you have to look at this stuff and go, yes, this is an emergency. And yes, this has been built in a very short amount of time. But the science holds up. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And you have an obligation. Your first obligation is to protect your patients. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, end of a story. Yeah. Yeah. Which, again, just kind of wrapping back around, heads towards that, that Hippocratic oath, do no harm. Now, again, aspirational, not legal. However, the legal aspect of that, um, you go ahead and you infect a whole bunch of people, unintentional, uh, well, mm, that is kind of, ooh, that's a problem. There well, ha- I mean, if, if they could trace back infections to people, I mean, I guess they could lose their license for that. Yeah, there's two small problems with that. One, I remember stories of people who have been described as the um, the killing angels. The people who oh, have yeah. intentionally uh, euthanized elderly patients in nursing facilities. Yeah. Quietly, serotipitously, for the reason of personal um, satisfaction for lack of a better way of putting it. Um, yeah. These, these people are, um, have a tendency to end up behind prison, which is, which is fine by me. But I was also suddenly thinking, remember how I was talking about the, uh, the Hasidic Jewish community, you know, back in Brooklyn, you want to talk about tracing back. What about the infants that end up with, STIs that can be genetically identified and traced back to the moils, specifically the lips on these moils. Just, I can't tell you how many levels of disgusted I am with that, that these people are still on the streets and allowed to practice this barbarism, this butchery. I don't know what else to call it at that point. I would be, ter- uh, sorry, Stephanie, uh, I would be terrified of going near that hospital. Uh, I'm assuming, from the way that you're saying it, for a Methodist hospital by name. And yeah, we've kind of talked about that. Uh, last week, I think we intentionally spoke about how many, uh, how, how, well, we've talked about it too damn many occasions, how the Catholic health services, which in and of itself just makes me want to spit is is taking over slowly or not so slowly the medical industry in the United States the hospitalization i should say but it all kind of comes back and forth to each other well i know where i live all of the hospital systems here are catholic owned that's just insane uh and seeker is also saying uh lee health Largest hospital system in Southwest Florida won't be among the first five hospitals to get the COVID-19 vaccine. Lee Health also won't require the vaccine. Then they're idiots. Well, look at who their governor is, too. I mean, he's saying that any employers that require vaccines or cruise lines or anything else will be sued $5,000 per person for violation. I don't even know how they can uh, how, how they can even consider 
putting something like that into place. Sued for what? For requiring vaccines, because DeSantis is a dumb shit. You know, there's a certain point where you really can't argue. I I don't think that I could. And he's front runner for uh, 2024 if Trump doesn't run. (laughs) Oh, I hope he does. I hope he does. Because that means that he then ends up in various other states again. And the likelihood of him being in a state where he can't avoid being sued, can't avoid being arrested. Oh, that would be delicious. But that's just me. Basically, this means that DeSantis is the the perennial Florida man now, yep. doesn't it? Yep. Okay. He helps put the duh in Florida. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And Stephanie's also said, I am grateful that I live in the UK where this is not possible. You know, right there with you. More power to you. God, how many times we end up seeing, you know, op-ed articles where people have said, you know, it's amazing. This whole single-payer health thing, nationalized healthcare system is never seems to work in the Western countries, except for all of them, except one. Apparently there's got to be something that's mentally wrong with us if you keep sticking with the imperial system of measurements. You know, I, real briefly, uh, Stephanie's going to know this one, but some, some people do, some people don't. Um, and, um, Joseph will be back momentarily real real quickly, Bridget, uh, are you familiar with in the UK back in the, I forgot what year it was, mid seventies, I think the decimalization day. No. Uh, Stephanie's going to have a little bit of fun going, oh my God, that whole fiasco decimalization day was the day where the British currency went from the, let's just call it the imperial system that it used previously, where Mm -hmm. denominations were broken down into 16s and and 12s and 8s and 4s and and weird combinations, weird comparatively to, to, to today, and then switched over to being decimalized. So it was based on groupings of tens and 100 instead of uh, four shillings make a farthing or whatever. I don't remember what the, what the, what the, what the breakdown was. I don't remember. What I will admit that this, uh, this was, uh, this was, I think it was the mid seventies. I don't remember, but I it was this ex- when I was in London last, I heard this exchange in a, in a fish and chip shop and it was a woman <laughs> And she was going, how much for the chips or something like that? And the guy behind the counter kind of answered snidely, that's uh, two shillings and a farthing. Oh, that's just mean. That's just mean. That's just mean. 
Well, the whole place cracked up. So yeah, yeah. Nineteen seventy-three. Thank you, Stephanie. It was nineteen seventy-three. Yeah, uh, and and you know the 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 idea of switching over was so painful for so many people and they didn't know what was going to happen with it. And then the changeover happened and well, I mean, basically Britain is still here. So, you know, eh? my point is that, um, change is okay. You know, I mean, I'm to the, I said earlier, I've gotten my second vaccination. I'm I'm more than two weeks past. And look, look, I can do this. Watch, watch my hand. Those of you that are listening after the fact, just picture this for a second. I've got my hand out in front of the camera. I'm taking my two inner fingers in and I'm squeezing. And what's happening? Nothing. I have no su- I have no superpowers. I, I I don't have web swimming. I, I can't I can't crawl on walls. The 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 best thing that I've got for me as far as to a superpower, I, I sweat. It's it's coming up into summer and I'm Italian. I mean that, that's just, kind of it. You just made a a, a potential uh, shadow bunny. I no no because shadow bunny is is like this. Why do I know this? Why do I know this? (laughs) Fuck. So many superpowers now. Oh my god! Why do I know that? Oh god! There, there are a couple of I know. The wolf. The wolf. wolf. Oh god! So, so okay. Yes, I know that there are a couple of different ways of doing a bunny, and the one that I did was very, very simplistic and one-handed. I know. I know. The fact that I know this scares the living shit out of me. And when you shine the flashlight under your chin, it looks super ominous, too. God. It'll go perfectly with the vaccination story. I don't know how this is going to play out. And, Seeker, you know what? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you, even though I was terrified of needles and I, I've got reasons for that. Uh, so you're saying, you know, I'm willing to take a third and fourth if need be. You know what? I I got no problem with that because over time we may kind of need to. I'm, I'm so, you know, I am so massively disappointed that we, and I'm using the royal we here, not to mean royal UK we, I just mean the royal we, like the rest of the world other than Australia and New Zealand didn't just stop this damn thing in its tracks and just kill it by attrition. I am so, so I, 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 I'm so sad for that. You know, New Zealand did it. They, they basically said, okay, everybody stay home. Why? <laughs> because if we can if we can stop this thing from spreading, it'll die, and nobody else has to. No, that makes sense. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, Australia. Well, I mean, shit, people in Australia want to stay indoors most of the time anyway. Actually, wait a minute. Yeah. It was, it was, wait, for them, it was, when, when did it happen? It was, it was spring northern, so it was fall. It was autumn in the southern hemisphere, so for them... Yeah, mate, you want to stay inside? Sure, that's no problem. 
I mean, everything um, wants to kill I have you out had anyway. outbreaks in Melbourne and, and things like that recently, but if they have like five people that are positive, then they go back into lockdown. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's Melbourne. 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 Okay. Yeah. I, I got, I got the, I got the talk once upon a time ago about that. It's not Melbourne because that's the way that it's spelled. It's Melbourne because that's the way that we say it. They say it. Well, was it uh, Jake Far Wharton who no, ripped your head off of no, somebody else? No, no, because Jake but wouldn't do that to me. It's kind of like, you know, uh, all the Commonwealth countries. Like uh, uh, in Canada, Toronto is not Toronto, it's Toronto. Toronto, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there is that. And, and I guess, you know, like. Louisville here is spelled like Louisville, and it's not Louisville, it's Louisville. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and the same way over here in um in uh in Buffalo, there is a there is a highway that it's spelled it it it's a it's a it's a it indigenous name. It's Skajaquita. Yes, there is a there's a Q in there. Skajaquita. And locally, it's pronounced 198. So I completely understand how, you know, everybody gets all pissed off about the whole damn thing. By the way, Buffalo, my city smells of Cheerios. That is a real thing. Look it up sometime. Talked about that earlier tonight with uh, some friends. Yes. Well, Washington kills me, too, because it's spelled S-E-Q-U-I-M, but it's Squim. Okay, sure. Yeah, why not? True story. Not, not the drag queen capital of the world sequin. It it might be. We don't know. Until we go look it up, we can't be sure. Oh, God. Maybe one of these days I'll explain about my uh, uh, my um, my needle fear. Because it's it's not at all what a lot of people would would otherwise think. I've gotten over mine. I have now too. I just discovered uh, my vaccination. Yeah, yeah. You know I what? Have no choice but to get over mine. Well, yeah. You you can't. Mm, I'm pretty sure the Air Force probably did that one to you too. Yes, they did, and that's why I have really crappy veins now. But. Yeah, every Friday, 2 o'clock, for a whole year, I had to go get my blood drawn. People, I'm going to say this. I've said it many a time, and I know full well that people will back me up on this one. A good phlebotomist is someone to cherish greatly. Yeah. Those of you that don't know what a phlebotomist is, you are... You have no idea how lucky you are. Truly. When my wife had to go and uh, get her blood drawn, there was one, there was one person that she wanted to get it from because everybody else was just, um, not, not as good is, is the nicest way I can put that. Ooh. 
And that is entirely possible. Seeker is saying, not sure if it's me, but by the way, that's the wrong butt. It's a cute butt, but it's the wrong butt. But I swear I can hear people's voices have changed that have caught COVID. Like their voices are more raspy, like they've been yelling. Um, that, hmm. That's interesting. That is very, very much so. Uh, considering that the 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 testing location that was used uh, would have been at the top of the throat, that doesn't totally surprise me. Then it's it's curious, it's interesting, but not totally surprising to me. I mean, it's an ear, lungs, and throat, um, you know, stronghold right there. That's a little, uh, that's a little disconcerting too. Damn. Um, that's, 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 that's something to think about. Oh, well, um, speaking of Karen's and getting back to that. Yeah. At, at, at least, you know, locally here. And, well, no, I've actually heard of this in other places, too. Having women snap at restaurant staff because they got their order wrong or something. Throwing coffee, jumping over the the countertop, ripping the registers off of the, off of the countertop and throwing it at people. Yeah. Just behaving badly. Is it women more? I know that I've seen more reports of, but I don't know if that's really what it is. You know? Well, at least here locally, that's what's been reported. Yeah, that's 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 the thing. I'm I'm really wondering if it's if it's really more women. Oh. Great. Now my brain is going to the whole thing about, you know, um, gun violence tends to be more white men by like 75 to 25%. Yeah. And um, I heard um, 95%. You, well, I I think you might be right, but I was just kind of going for a. Well, as far as, like, mass shootings go, it's overwhelmingly men. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Easily easily 90. Easily 90%. Yep. yep. Um, but uh, the 95%, yeah, I think that's, I think that's a, a little bit more, um, a little bit more accurate. But I, I don't want to commit that far over to it just yet. But uh, the, the reason why I'm going there is that I'm kind of wondering if the, the gun violent thing is much more the guy thing. But the personal, the personalized physical attacks might be the woman thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if that's actually a thing. If it's not, if it's because of reporting, because, you know, we can't necessarily go by reporting until we actually go digging into the actual data and reporting, uh, data reporting from incident reports. And that would be kind of curious statistically to look into. 
Yeah, I mean, here I'm just going by what comes across, you know, police scanners and is reported. And it's more women here locally that are acting out in restaurants and things. But as far well, as, like, pulling guns on people and things, it's it's males around here. It's, it's so funny that, you know, we have all the information we want <clears throat> at our fingertips to... We're born, you know, hormones do shit to people. And even statistically, looking at the statistics, we can see, we can, we can concretize um, certain behavior traits between men and women. But the thing is that we never discuss is that uh, we're, we're, born with uh, a set of hardwired tools, but we're also born with the means to overcome them. I mean, men can calm their fucking hormones. Neuroplasticity, a bit of critical thought, you know? Why the fuck did I just think what I just thought? Why, why am I doing this? That's all it takes to overcome, um, you know, certain reactions. But until and unless people think beyond the I want, I will have, Gibby, you know, yeah. they're, 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 they're not going to be able to, they're not going to be able to get to that. And this is nowhere in our education system. I was even listening to a colleague, she was talking about uh, trying to explain, uh, <clears throat> you know, sexuality to her son. And... Like I was just watching as everybody in the group, they were just like tongue-tied because they wanted to say something, but they didn't quite dare to say it, you know. You know, basically, men are born with... Uh, we've all seen adolescent boys, and like those of us who have been in that, we know what it feels like. But I mean, just like... <clears throat> Our reactions tend to be, uh, you know, we're we're pumped up with hormones. Basically, our we've been uh, we've evolved to basically men have been uh, evolved to to uh, let's just say um, spread as much seed as possible. So, like, you know, the basic drive in in men is to is to do that. But nowhere in our education system is anything about, uh, nothing in our education gives us the tools to overcome that. And every time you know, that this, uh, sex this education... Is this is the tool, but it, it goes beyond sex education. I mean, just teaching about the human body is not enough. I mean, it's well, yes. all the shit you're feeling. Um, you know, here's how you, here's how you deal with it. Right, yeah, which which is actually what I was gonna uh, what I was gonna add into that that even at the times when there are theoretically such a sex education, so much of it centers on the the physical side of it. If you're lucky enough to get that beyond you know just you know just keep up keep up uh, what was what was the old one keep uh, keep keep an aspirin between your knees, right? Wasn't wasn't that one of those? 
old timey yeah. ones. Yeah. If you're even lucky enough to get even that much, they don't really talk about. Okay. Let's talk a little bit more about the mental aspect of all the things that are going on for you now and how you can deal with this and what you're going to, what you're going to start to notice. Please be aware of these kinds of things. I mean, you don't, you don't even get that much. So, um, just backing up a second, uh, Stephanie had also said, uh, where was it over here? Uh, my voice is often like that. The, the raspy thing from, uh, the COVID, uh, the brain fog and chronic fatigue have gone on behalf of all of us. I'm so glad to hear that part. At least I'm so glad and I, I, it may sound overblown, but our overall hopes for continued recovery because something tells me recovery is going to take even a little bit longer than this yet for what's been going on. So, you know, good to hear that part. And, you know, I may be overselling it just a little bit. What's really interesting is about 40% of people who have long COVID symptoms are getting better after getting vaccines. And the jury is still out on why or how, but it's, you know, a good thing. Like, I got vaccinated on Thursday morning. And, yeah, um, I can tell you Thursday afternoon and Friday were not, was not feeling great. Oh, just wait for the next one. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Is the second one supposed to be harder? Well, yes, I got apparently incredibly lucky because for me, I didn't have any real, I didn't have any real, um, sick symptoms. I had, um, I had a little bit of not sleeping well, but that had already been happening. But for the most part, and, and Bridget be, be, be my guest as I, as I've understood it, the second one is when the machinery just goes ahead and gets actually properly switched on. Okay. Yeah, because I I was just, uh, I just had uh, heat waves. And with my second one, I felt really crummy for about three days, really fatigued and had a blinding headache. Yeah, that's, that's, I had a practical migraine. Yeah, I did too. That's not fun. Motherfucker. Uh, But that might have been just my menopause sitting in. But it's still better than getting COVID. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think think it's fair to go ahead and say that. We're getting, uh, we're getting a little bit close to the, uh, to the top of the hour. And I I think I want to, um, I think I want to see about, uh, wrapping this, uh, relatively on time for a change. Uh, not for any other reason other than, wow, that'd be novel for a change, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's just me. Um, Stephanie was saying that, um, uh, funnily, I got a morning of feeling rotten from the first vaccination, but nothing from the second one. Um, I'm kind of wondering because I don't remember the timeline for everything for you. Did you get the vaccination before you were infected or, or which one came first? Because if you, uh, because I'm thinking if you got the infection and it kind of 
you know, the the uh, the vaccination happened after that. I can see where that would be, you know, the the kickstart on your system to really go ahead and okay, we know kind of what's been going on before. Let's go ahead and do this properly now, everybody from the top five, six, seven, eight. You, you get the idea here. A little bit of levity, little little bit, little little bit. Leave me alone. To be fair. To be fair. If you've been sensitized to COVID, then it would make sense of getting the vaccine would provoke a stronger response. Yeah. Joseph, you went ahead and you were saying, to be fair, I mean, come on, come, I mean. Finish your thought. Yeah. Please. I was finishing the thought. That was the whole point of it. To be fair. Oh, God. Great. Now I got the green goblin in my head. Finish it. There, there, there are a few people who actually still re- remember that particular line, and I, I'm, I'm sorry. That, that movie could have been so much worse. I'm glad it wasn't. I have an idea to think about maybe for the future. Sure. Why don't we go off and start our own country somewhere? Uh, like, skeptic feel. Well, um, or at least a compound. Well, here, here's here's the thing. You know how there is that uh, that um, that island of plastic out there in the ocean. Uh, yeah. Uh, hold hold on hold on. If it wasn't for the cost of plywood, couldn't currently, couldn't we just take like a bunch of plywood, lay it on top of that stuff? It would act as natural buoyancy, and we could just you know screw them all together and just make a make a make a, a country a floating country just house blow up, a, blow up a bouncy castle a bouncy castle yeah but that's still on somebody else's property no you could just float it out there you okay yeah international waters 20 miles off the coast of, of uh the americas yeah, that's no. that's internet. Actually, oh. you need to go up closer to Greenland because of climate change. Um, hmm. Plus, you wouldn't have to necessarily worry about typhoons at that point. That's true. That could be a problem. And in a bouncy castle, if there's a typhoon, you'd be protected. Um. Uh, well, yes and no. I mean, yes, you wouldn't you wouldn't have to worry about you know being submerged uh, so long as the thing stays inflated. But chances are the thing wouldn't stay inflated. So maybe not. One could do wonders with epoxy these days. That's true. That's true. Um, and <laughs> be- 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 before we go ahead and, and uh, properly close out, Seeker had said, thank you, thank you, thank you for doing these shows. I might have been gone, but still watch when I can. All of you are the mental escape I need. Felt like I got a shot of happy medicine. Then it felt like I got hit in my arm with a baseball bat. Second was the same, but with headache for a few days. Yeah, for the uh, for the shot. Man. Um, so I'm, I, I, I just want to say, re- just yeah. really quickly, I just want to say thank you. It it dawned on me as I was writing up uh, for today's show 
that next week is 365 episodes, a show a day, finally. After how many years has it been? And I was really kind of thinking about it in the terms of, you know, we've we've been doing this and, and, and puttering along for years. And I've kind of kind of wondered, is it worth it? And try to remind myself, you know, in in the back of my head, dude, it's 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 not a race. It it's it's not a contest. Hearing that helps. Just thank you. Just thank you, right back, man. So I don't think that I've got anything to uh, uh, say as a as a final, really, um, for tonight. Uh, you know, just 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 this piece, just this piece. You have a responsibility because you are a member of society. If you don't recognize that, then you're a douche canoe. Cut it out. See, I, I, I don't have to do an I don't have to do a secondary five minute freestyle to, to close it off. Nice, nice and simple right there. 30 seconds. It's it's all it, it don't be a douche. Don't be a dick. Simple that way. Um who wants to who wants to who wants to close up their portion tonight first? Um, I don't have too much to add other than please don't be a Karen. That's a good one. And Joseph? Yeah. I'm good. Um yeah, let's hope we're a few more for next week. I hope so. Um, I will. Uh, I will put out the word, and I will see if there is a way that I can um, maybe maybe open up uh, a different uh, a different system, so that we can invite folks to actually be, you know, on the air with us just by joining a joining a, a, a chat room on the Discord. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll see if I can uh, if I can make that happen. I mean, it'd be, it'd be fun. It'd be nice for those that want to be able to do it. And who knows? Maybe I can even scare Cash into saying, yeah, I'll show up for five seconds just so I can say, yeah, this is Cash. I made it. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that that I, I would not put that past him to do that. Have you got news from him? He's he's doing okay. Last I saw Um I don't have anything specific uh, that I can think to share, but boy, seems like he's still doing okay. You know, I can't, uh, I, I can't, I can't fault him. Although he's, some of the stuff that I've seen, he's made some really nice food and damn it, I wish I was down there sometimes. Uh, whatever, fine, I'll just deal with it. fine. I'll, I'll just make my own goddamn cornbread. How's that? I'll go with that. Um, anyone talk to uh, Emery Emery? Been forever since we heard anything about those guys. Emery Emery. I don't remember who that is. Um, he's Heather Henderson's partner, and they used to do uh, uh, Ardent Atheist. 
Okay. Um, and she also sang back up in uh, Pendulette's band. Ooh. Very nice. Uh, so uh, the question, anyone talk to Emery Emery? Uh, no, not me, at least. Sorry. I haven't seen him around in a while. Okay. Well, we uh, will... I'll check up on him, though. Who wants to know? Uh, that was uh, Seeker. Uh, well, I mean, I'm friends with him on Facebook. I can check and see if he's posted anything. Okay. Well, we'll Real uh, quick. We'll see. Uh, well, all right. You hold on to that while we get there. And uh, at that point, we'll just go ahead and close up shop. And we're going to be very close to on time this week if we if we hurry along with all this. So, everybody, thank you for being uh, with us. Emery, Emery is doing fine. And he just marked himself unsafe in the United States of America. Unsafe? Uh, marked himself sick and tired of the Austin shooting and the hundreds of other shootings. Oh. He's doing oh. fine. Yeah. And the London, Ontario <clears throat> motor attack. Yeah. That was in my hometown, by the way. Wonderful. And um, Emery Emery is now working for Warner Bros. Warner Brothers Entertainment is a film producer. Wow. Somebody got themselves a good job. So he is doing fine. All right. No worries. And uh, Seeker, glad that we were able to help you out on that just a little bit. So let me go ahead and do this finally. Thank you all very much for being with us. As always, we hope that you found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives and you got something to think about for the week ahead. As was said, Stephanie, TP Seeker, thank you guys. Um, I I cannot thank you enough, truly. And uh, as a as a as a sideways on this one, by the way, uh, the latest word on Felis is that um, she has been able to get up to walk, um, speak a little bit. It's tiring because I mean, you know, stroke. You know, it it. You, you kind of you gotta kind of get hit really hard when something like that happens, but she's she's been able to listen to the Friday night show that uh, Dallin and I do, and she's she's getting some smiles out of it. So that's that's something worthwhile. So, guys, thank you very much, Joseph. You uh, have a good morning. Good luck for the week, and I, I really do hope that whatever vacation downtime that you're able to get for yourself. I mean, I, I hope it's worthwhile. Yeah, me too. I'm not going to be spending two weeks in this fucking apartment. So here's hoping after I'm going to have to postpone until probably after, after the 14th of July weekend, which is our 4th of July. Bastille day. Yep. Yep. Oh, which as, as a sideline is also the, uh, the, unofficial birth date of uh, Icarus the Lunar Guard. Not that, that it means anything to most anybody, but I just figured I'd just throw that out there just because I can. I'll explain later. And Bridget, thank you very much. You also, you know, hon, take care of yourself. Be careful, huh? Yeah, I sure will. And fuck my pets. And the GOP. And DeSantis. And Ooh, that's a good one. My governor. 
and Joe Manchin and Christian Cinema. It wait, well, uh, uh, what was that last one? Christian Cinema, the other dino, you know, that did the little cutesy thumbs down thing on the you know minimum wage hike and all that stuff. Oh, her gotcha. See, with everything else going on, another item that I missed. Yeah, I. What's what's the purpose of having two Democrats in the Senate that vote with the Republicans? I mean, really? I don't know. But that's a whole other thing for a little bit later. Meantime. Yeah. Meantime, uh, everybody, again. Thank you very much for being with us. If you'd like to get the audio version of the show, the link is over at holycrapthevlogcast.com. Over on the left-hand side of the screen, you'll be able to get it from from over there. All of our contact information is also at the website, and the phone number for the voicemail line is 859-HCTV-554, 859-4288-554. Please stay safe, stay healthy, be careful. And like I tell everybody, like I said, it is summertime fun time. Don't get drunk on a boat. I know I opened with it, but I close with it. You want to fall down drunk on dry land, you'll bump your head. You fall down drunk in the water. We're not going to hear from you again. Please don't become a statistic. So until next time, it's going to be a it's going to be fun time next week. We try to figure out what in the hell we're going to do and who we're going to talk with. It might even be you. So until the next time we'll get together, everyone, as always, I wish you all the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well, my lady. 16 years on, I am still in love with you. Mwah. Matane, Fujin. I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. Until the next time we're together, everyone, as always. Good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening. <laughs>